Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel with the University of Illinois Extension Service. This week, clearly, uh, we've had some rain. It rained all day yesterday, leaving things quite soggy, depending upon uh, what part of the northern Illinois parts you come from. Some of the things that I wanted to share associated with all that rainfall would be that um, with moisture comes a lot of uh, fungal activity in the soil, and that usually shows up as oftentimes as mushrooms in the lawn, mushrooms in our ornamental mulch around our trees, shrubs, evergreens, and that is just part of nature and and normal. We've seen a lot more of the mushroom in the lawn setting uh, this year as all those trees that were taken out by the emerald ash borer that were removed and the stumps ground those roots that radiated out from the trunk of the tree are now sufficiently moist and starting to rot, especially if the tree's been out and gone for a few seasons already. Um, so we see the mushrooms, rather than growing in a random pattern, they may be kind of growing in a straight line, and they're just following the root uh, that's just underneath the surface of the soil. So uh, mushrooms in the lawn, mushrooms in our shrub borders, mushrooms laying uh, next to the house. There's also some other kinds of mushrooms other than the traditional ones that we see from time to time, uh, or mushroom-related, I guess, and those are slime molds, and we see them as rather... Uh, unattractive blotches of a, an orange or a yellow or a brown material all over the surface. It's not very thick, but all over the surface uh, of our mulches. So these are some of the things that have been happening with the wet weather in that regard. Um, while we're we're talking about the wet weather and, and vegetable gardening, I want to remind everybody that uh, getting out and working the garden when the soils are wet and working the garden plants while it's wet is some of the worst um, things we can do in terms of easily spreading diseases in the vegetable garden, besides the fact that we walk in the house with a pair of very muddy shoes. Um, you want to wait until the foliage dries off if at all possible before you go out to harvest uh, if you can reach in from the edge of the bed and get off those tomatoes that are ripe before they split that's an excellent way to do that but otherwise we want to try to remain uh, uh, out of the vegetable garden for sure uh, while we're having all this wet weather and it may be a day or two if it remains cloudy before that foliage actually dries out so um, stay out of the veggie garden if you can, if it's at all possible. Uh, back into the lawn for the moment, I talked about the mushrooms in the lawn. Uh, fall, or as we're approaching fall, this is a great time to be uh, overseeding, reseeding. Our window is about the middle of August through about the first week in September. So if you've had some uh, lawn uh, decline from disease infestation, this is a good time to uh, do a little top dressing with a good quality black dirt or uh, mush blended mushroom compost kind of a product um, and overseed those spots with a high quality disease resistant grass and you want to make sure you get that uh, that way the next time the disease shows up in your yard and attacks the susceptible grass uh, the disease resistant grass varieties will be there and maintain a good strong green color for you in the lawn and the damage from the disease is less and less uh, as the older grasses die and the newer, more disease-resistant grasses begin to fill in those areas. So high-quality disease-resistant grasses beneficial. Our typical lawn grass here uh, is still um, Kentucky bluegrass, 
and that's most likely going to be what matches what you have in your yard um, right now. So that's some information about overseeding that way. Other things that will continue as we do have uh, more rain and cooler temperatures. This is the time of the year when our fall grass and when our grasses really regenerate again and have another flush of growth, except this time the flush of growth is more likely to be underground uh, into the root system than above ground. Clearly it's going to continue to grow uh, and will need to be continued to be mowed, of course, but the activity is much more directed uh, to the underground parts. Uh, rhizomes uh, will happen thickening up the grass. Uh, uh, storage of food reserves, carbohydrates are going to move into the root systems uh, and, any, and anything you can do to promote uh, root reserves for the wintertime gives us a better lawn the coming, the coming spring. So we want to encourage that. If you're in a position that you're only fertilizing your yard once a year, the fall is the preferred time so that that energy does get into the root systems for the for the plant for the next spring so that's that's uh, something to keep in mind um, we can put a fertilizer on in uh, any time probably in September through October um, as a winterizer fertilizer if you will and that will be beneficial uh, to the lawn in, in that way uh, another area that we could address this in the next few weeks into fall would be uh, if you're going to make a fall lawn weed control treatment. Um, if we take care of the broadleaf weeds like the dandelions and the plantains and those kinds of things in the fall of the year, they won't be there next spring to give us that bright yellow bloom show, especially if we're mentioning or talking about dandelions. There's been a fair amount of dandelion seed growth this year. So even if you made a treatment this spring and got rid of all your existing established dandelions, for example, uh, you've had plenty of uh, summertime here with a lot of uh, dandelion and other broadleaf weed uh, germination going on. So the dandelions are there right now. Uh, they may not have bloomed anymore this summer or this fall. Uh, yet they'll be in plenty of good shape to do that for you next spring. So if you make a treatment in the fall, they won't be there next next spring to uh, to to annoy us. And the last thing I want to mention is because it is the fall lawn season and grasses are going to continue to grow. If you haven't sharpened your mower blades since spring, now is a great time because uh, letting that lawn go into the winter time with a well cut grass tip is important as well the lawn will look better um, uh, your lawnmower will perform better and uh, you'll be uh, much happier with how the lawn looks if you are able to cut it with a sharp mower blade so while we're having the rain here while we're not able to mow the lawn maybe get the mower blade off do it safely pull off the spark plug wire before you get underneath the deck to remove the blade if you're going to sharpen it yourself. Do the same thing if you're just going to remove the blade and take it to your favorite uh, uh, lawnmower blade sharpening uh, outfit. But uh, be safe when you make that change um, and, and swap that out. Another way to do that is just to have a couple blades, uh, one that you can take off and let lay for a few days before you get it to the uh, shop to be sharpened or you get to it and put the new sharpened blade on uh, and, the, and then you're ready to go for the very, very next time. So that's just a simple, simple trick. The blades aren't that expensive and it keeps us and the lawn looking good um, by having a sharp mower blade at those uh, 
uh, frequencies that we really need to be mowing the lawn yet uh, this fall. And you want to mow the lawn well into the fall. The last time you mow the lawn, you may even have a sweatshirt or a light jacket on. Uh, we're talking about the end of October, maybe even into early de- early uh, November before the lawn finally quits uh, growing for the season. So keep up with the lawn mowing till then. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. It's always a pleasure to speak with everybody listening at WDCB, and I'll be back again next week.